0: An entitled Karen demands to take my hotel reservation that I scheduled nearly two months in advance. But after refusing to give in to her weird demands, she goes crazy, resulting in her slapping a cop that showed up to try and resolve the issue. And I've honestly never been more blown away by an incident in my life. Here's what happened. A few years ago, I worked a job that required me to travel a lot. From Monday night through Thursday night, I pretty much lived in a hotel room. And I did this job for 10 years. Because my destinations were nearly always in the same cities, with my meetings in nearly all the same locations, I stayed at the same motels. The company I worked for paid for the hotels and expenses. They also had no issues with me joining rewards programs with the various hotel chains that I would frequently stay at. After a time, several of the hotels knew me by name, and one hotel in particular had a room specifically designated as my room, since I practically lived there. With another chain, I had more than made diamond status on their rewards program and had over 750,000 points. So when I would call and reserve a room, they would automatically upgrade me to the presidential suite if they had any available or even a master suite if the presidential was not available. So one Monday afternoon, I arrived at my hotel destination with my reservation information in hand just in case I got a new person at the desk. As I entered the lobby with my luggage in hand, a couple was at the desk and there seemed to be some kind of issue. The desk person, which was the manager, was trying to explain to this couple that the hotel was filled. The man was saying that he called to check on the rooms earlier that day and this is for the event going on in the city and had been told that there were rooms still available. There was an event in that city that week and all the hotel rooms were full. I knew about the event in advance and had made a reservation two months in advance and this is because I knew I was going to be there at the same time as the event. The woman in this couple had become unhinged before I had arrived. The woman was shouting obscenities and making claims that this was racism. The man kept asking to speak with the manager, which he was literally speaking with right now. The guy was frustrated and upset, but he was also trying to keep his cool and calm his nearly rabid female companion down. It was really embarrassing to stand there and watch this go on. After about 15 minutes or so, they reluctantly gave up and decided to leave. As they stormed past me, the man says to me, give it up, man. There aren't any rooms here. I go up to the front desk, and the front desk manager greets me and says that my room is ready for me. Well, the couple that were leaving hear this, and I only thought that the woman had been loud the first time. This woman came flying back to the front desk, demanding to know why I had been given a room, and they had been turned away. And now, I was suddenly the target of this angry Karen. I tried explaining that I had a reservation, but that didn't seem to matter. I, along with the front desk manager, were being called all manner of obscenities and being accused of all kinds of crimes. The woman without warning suddenly turns at me and tries to kick me, but thankfully she only managed to kick my suitcase. Her male companion came over and is trying to get her to calm down and he is now apologizing for her, but she keeps on and on. This goes on for maybe 5 or 10 minutes before the police arrived. The manager has sounded a silent alarm because she felt endangered. Having a big city-wide event, the police were traveling in pairs, so there were two of them that arrived. The police managed to get the woman somewhat calmed down and start taking statements. The woman keeps demanding that I be arrested for stealing their hotel room. My statement was simply easy. I told them I was here on business and that I have a copy of my reservation that I made two months earlier while also explaining that I don't want to press charges for attempted assault. After the police take everyone's statements, they tell the couple they have to leave or they will be arrested. The man seemed a little bit upset, but his female companion, the Karen of this story, absolutely exploded. And trust me, I'm not going to go into detail on what she said here. Her male companion was now telling her to just shut up and go. But no, she wanted her hotel room that she was entitled to. And those were the actual words that she said. But it didn't end well for her. Because suddenly, she slapped a cop. What happened next happened so fast, it was incredible. The cop she slapped spun around, put her in cuffs, and hauled her out to the car. It took all of maybe 45 seconds seconds. At the same time, the other cop turned on her companion. This guy immediately threw his hands up in the air and said to the cop, look man I'm not with her. The guy then kept apologizing for her behavior as he left. Eventually, the cops finished up and they left as well. I could see the woman in the back of the car crying and saying something to the cops as they left. Fast forward and the rest of the week was pretty much uneventful but I think that's pretty understandable when compared to this entitled Karen straight up slapping a cop. Wow, it talk about blowing things out of proportion. If they don't have rooms at the hotel, they just don't have them. They're not going to magically open and you don't then have the right to try and kick someone else out of their room. All because you want to try and be weird and take it from them simply because they have a room. Like the original poster didn't do anything wrong. They didn't steal anything from this entitled Karen. They didn't even know who this person was. But she was instead freaking out and claiming that they were being racist while also saying that all these crimes were going to come against them. Like seriously, this entire entitled Karen was completely out of line, so good for the original poster and the manager for calling the cops. There was literally no consoling this entitled Karen, and she was absolutely going to slap someone eventually, and unfortunately she chose wrong, deciding that she was going to slap a cop and spend some time in jail. If you like Am I the Jerk, you're probably going to love Am I the Genius. Check it out, link down below in the description. Also, go to amithejerk.com submit if you would like to submit your own stories. My Wife is convinced I cheated on her after she found a mysterious tank top in our house. And now I'm left trying to defend myself against something that didn't happen. And at this point, I seriously don't know what to do. So, to start things out, this all happened within the last hour. After dropping the kids off at daycare like I usually do, I came down to my home office to start working. My wife had been going through a basket of unfolded laundry looking for some clothes for the day and found a kind of crop top or tank top thing in the laundry. She came into my office to ask me where it came from. At first, I just kind of shrugged and said I wasn't really sure, but soon realized that this had triggered a firestorm of fears that I had someone over to the house and was cheating. I tried to assure her that I was not, but I realized I had no way to prove that I wasn't. We have had several people stay over at the house over the last several months. Her sister's family, my mom and nephew, another married couple, but this was a smaller top that likely would not have fit any of them. When I realized this was a bigger issue, I kind of started to panic that I had no way to prove I didn't do anything wrong. But that must not have looked very good either. To top it all off, she said she found a piece of chip nail polish on the center console of my car right by the shifter recently. But she hasn't had nail polish in several months either. However, my car has been pretty dirty for a while because of having small children and being too busy to clean it out. I think it could have been her old nail polish or even some other kind of debris. Now, for some backstory, before we were together, she was with a couple of guys that cheated on her and generally did not treat her very well. So she tends not to believe someone that says they aren't cheating if she suspects that they are. We have been together for 9 years and married for 7. To be clear, I absolutely did not cheat. I have never cheated on anyone, but I have no plausible explanation for either of these items, and I feel like I'm guilty until proven innocent. She said she would rather know the truth and has given a 24 hour window for me to come clean if I cheated. But I didn't, and there is truly nothing to come clean about. I worry that this will forever live in the back of her mind, and that she will never trust me again. How can we possibly fix this situation? What should I do? This is a really messy situation, because it really does sound like the original poster did not cheat, but the wife is absolutely convinced that yes, something had to happen, and you clearly are going behind her back and doing something. But you're not. You literally don't even know where that tank top came from. So I know if I was in your shoes, I would be panicking as well. That is a completely normal response to this situation. I mean, really, you can't force your wife to trust you, unfortunately. It sounds like she's been ruined by past partners and that has completely made her freak out if she sees anything happening that might be even a little bit sketchy or if it's something that could be assumed to be a little sketchy. I mean, she has been cheated on and that has clearly messed up her head when it comes to relationships. So first of all, maybe it's time to like pump the brakes and try and figure figure out whose tank top that really is. If someone can lay claim to it or at least say, oh wait, that was mine, I left it at your house or something like that, that might be able to fix this to some degree. Because seriously, her giving you a 24 hour window to come clean or else this is going to cause problems or something like that, that honestly is really ridiculous. Yes, she has been hurt in the past, but she is jumping to massive conclusions and giving ultimatums that are only going to be damaging. And that's not fair because you have not done anything wrong. So hopefully some steps can be made while you try Try and track down who owns the crop top. Give her your phone and access to all of your electronics. Show her straight up that no, you are not hiding anything. I mean, if it really is the case that you haven't cheated, then there really should be no problem for her to go through your messages or your emails. You quite literally have nothing to hide and you've only been faithful to your wife because it really does seem like the last thing you would ever want to do is cheat on her because based on her history, that would be an awful thing for anyone to do. My entitled Karen of an aunt throws a fit over the smallest, things possible, blaming everybody but herself for losing her things and causing all of us turmoil in the process. Here's what happened. So to start things out, I recently went on a camping trip with some of my family. I spent most of the week doing laundry and sorting my art supplies so that I had all that I wanted for the trip packed and ready to go. By the time the day we left arrived, I had all my things ready in the family RV. But my aunt, on the other hand, did not have everything ready to go. In fact, she spent the last night before the stuffing her things into her duffel bag and packed everything into the RV on the morning that we left. So anyways, we were bringing one of our three dogs with us. This dog is fairly big, but not very hard to control as long as you're keeping an eye on him. My aunt got a leash that connects to a belt thing that goes around your waist so you don't have to hold it all the time. And since getting it, she refuses to walk this particular dog without it despite the fact that as I mentioned before, a normal leash works just fine since he's really not that hard to control. Now, as everyone was getting ready to go and packing the final few things, who would suddenly appear with an angry look on her face? That's right, my aunt who is a Karen. She suddenly began to shout about how she couldn't find the belt part of the fancy leash that she got for the dog and made everyone start looking for it. Of course, she was throwing a tantrum and I kid you not, she was crying and stomping her feet, yelling about how all the things she pays for are the things that other people lose and started blaming everyone for misplacing it. At some point, she started refusing to go on the trip with us, saying that she wasn't going to leave home without it. Also, keep in mind now that this woman is about 32 to 33 years old, throwing a fit about a dog leash. We have plenty of other dog leashes that would have worked just fine in the past, and yet she insists on finding this particular one. Eventually, someone finally convinces her to get in the RV so we can finally leave, and she continues her tantrum in the back until we reach the first stop on the trip. While while there, she takes a dog out to go to the bathroom on the normal leash with no problem, but continues to whine about how she doesn't have the other leash. It eventually got to the point where my grandfather just snapped and said that he'd find a pet store in the next city that we passed through. And well, to fast forward, we did just that. We stopped by a pet store, getting another one of those stupid leashes for the dog, just to finally shut up my stupid aunt. Yeah, that sounds really annoying. I know that type of person 100%. What should be a good example in front of family and friends is instead a 30 something year old who's throwing a fit and acting like a teenager. Like these type of people just don't grow up. They never change and they're the same person they were several years ago, only now they have a mortgage. Like seriously come on, it's just a leash. It's not like you couldn't walk the dog with a normal leash and do what you need to do just fine. Instead, you decided to throw a fit and put everybody off about the vacation they're gonna have to deal with. The original poster went on to say that she found it in her room when they got back. So literally all of this was just a complete waste. She made a big fuss out of nothing and treated everybody like garbage all because she misplaced it. And honestly, that would really make me second guess ever even considering going on a vacation with them ever again. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker. Am I the jerk for reporting a good friend for animal neglect after she let her horse stand out in the snow for several months without building any kind of barn or place for it to stay? Here's what happened. Honestly, this has been bothering me for years now and I really need to figure out where I stand with all of this. To start things out, I grew up in a small farming community. I had a good friend who lived a short drive from my family's farm. Her parents were not farmers, but they had bought property in the countryside and her father told her that he would buy her a horse on her 16th birthday. The house she lived in had a corral with a lean-to and a trough, which is basically an exercise ring for horses. She was extremely excited about the upcoming purchase of her horse, and I, being raised in a dairy, asked her in front of her father about when they would be building a barn and a pasture fence for the horse. She laughed at me, and her father took great pride in telling me that all that could wait. She got her horse the following spring. It was a 16-hand, gray-and-white paint Money. I helped her feed and water him, but it took three months for her father to get a saddle. Once he finally did, I had to show her how to saddle him and halter him, and she went riding exactly once. Money the horse refused to even walk. All he wanted to do was graze. He had a bit in his mouth because he was locked into a dirt corral for months. My friend didn't know how to ride or sit the saddle. She never rode him again, and Money just stood in the corral. That winter was extremely harsh, which is common in the north. I went went to her house and it was negative 26 degrees Celsius and the 15-minute drive took 45 minutes in the backcountry lanes. When I got there, I saw Money standing in the corral as far into the lean-to he could possibly get. He had ice in his mane and tail and ice and snow all over his withers and back. He didn't even have a blanket or straw to lie down in and no way to get out of the wind. He was standing there with his head and neck down covered in snow. I cried all the way home and as soon as I walked in, I made a call to RSPCA. And for context, the RSPCA stands for Royal Society for the Prevention of Cruelty to Animals. I told them her address, her parents' names, and the conditions and food that Money the Horse was dealing with. The next day, my friend called me, screaming and threatening me. The RSPCA had visited her house and threatened her parents with livestock neglect and animal cruelty if they didn't immediately transport Money into a a heated barn for boarding. They said he was underweight, undergroomed and endangered. It was going to cost her parents thousands to board him. It probably would have been cheaper to build a reasonable shelter and a pasture fence, honestly. But when she was on the phone screaming and threatening me, I lied. I told her I had no idea who would do such a thing. She wanted to fight me, but I only wanted her horse to survive the winter. I wasn't jealous of her. I didn't do it to make her and her family look bad. I did it because they were going to let that horse pass away. She told everyone that I had grassed her, and that I was a liar. Money was immediately transported to a heated boarding facility, and then sold before the spring. So in the end, yes, I reported her, and then I lied. But I honestly need to know, am I the jerk in this situation? What should I do? You are not the jerk. You literally saved that horse's life. This former friend is one of those people that buys a puppy in December, and then wants nothing to do with it once April rolls around. They take advantage of another life, so such as a horse or some kind of animal just to make themselves look good. But once the novelty of it all just kind of rubs off and they realize they have a lot of work to do to try and keep this animal alive, they end up getting rid of it or worse, neglecting it. I mean, that horse was standing out in negative 26 degrees Celsius. That is incredibly cold and unbelievably cruel. So no, you are not the jerk. Your friend is crazy for letting that happen. Her father is even worse for saying, no, we're not gonna build anything. You did the right thing by calling that company and explaining exactly what was going on because if you had not done that, there's a very high likelihood that that horse would not have survived and by you stepping up, you not only expose them for the awful people they are, but you also saved a life my wife is telling me to stop drinking entirely so I don't end up like her dad, and at this point I'm wondering if this is a reasonable request and I seriously don't know what to do we've been married for 8 months now after dating for 3 years, something like 2 years ago or so Her dad, who was in his 50s, was diagnosed with non-alcoholic cirrhosis and was given a few years to live, and it was pretty bad. It made him mean and snappy, which he normally isn't, for the entire year he was on the transplant list. We weren't even sure he was going to live long enough to make it to our wedding. My wife was never a huge drinker, but she stopped drinking almost completely during this whole ordeal, and understandably so. I always find myself defending her whenever people poke fun at her for getting a so or some juice when everyone else is getting drinks. However, she also asked me to cut down on drinking. I didn't really want to, but I didn't have a good argument for why I shouldn't. Would that mean that I'm an alcoholic too? So, I just went with it. I used to drink more like 7 to 10 drinks a week and our hard limit for me has been no more than 4 ever since then. That is, until recently. Her dad was given the transplant on the condition that he attend AA meetings, which he has done in the past, as well as not drink. As far as I understand. He's not supposed to drink at all. Her family is currently on a trip in Europe for a few weeks, and my wife apparently heard that he had been drinking a bunch during said trip. So yesterday, she told me that our household is pretty much going to go dry now. She wants to get rid of our home bar, and we won't be spending money on alcohol for the most part anymore. Now, the home bar was my idea, so we can host people instead of going out to bars. It's far cheaper that way. Honestly, the hardest part about this is that I've been very much into home brewing for a while now. I really love craft beer. I don't drink to get drunk. I drink to appreciate a well-made beer. And of course, I love to drink my own beers. She's telling me that I would be able to have one beer every once in a while, maybe every other week or on a special occasion, like when we're having people over or something like that. For the record, her dad used to drink a lot and he's the type where he would be buying cases of light macro beer and would then start to binge drink. So even though his cirrhosis was not alcohol. Alcohol in nature and runs in the family according to the doctors. I'm more than certain that all that beer wasn't helping. Honestly, I don't really want to cut it out entirely, but I feel like that's what an alcoholic would say. I already didn't want to cut it down to four a week, but I did it just for her. If push comes to shove, I would do this for her too, just like how I would give up computer gaming if I had to, which has been a point of contention in the past. Is she being reasonable in this situation? I mean, after all, it is understandable to want to cut out booze given what's going on with her dad. I feel like there is literally no way I can say no to this because if I do, I'm going to come off as a stubborn jerk just like both of our dads. Now for context, I'm aware that I'm overweight at 250 pounds. I have a sedentary job as a software engineer and I know I can do better with my own health and I do want to. I have successfully lost weight in the past via calorie counting, but I just haven't been careful about it for the past two years or so and have lost that progress. But honestly with all things considered when it comes to drinking as well as my own personal health is this the right play what should I do honestly after seeing so many people who are addicted to alcohol and have their own problems with trying to quit this entirely I don't blame your wife for saying okay we need to stop this entirely she is clearly afraid that this could happen to her husband the person that she loves so very much and she really doesn't want this to happen to you as well it might come off as controlling and it might not be what you want right now but I think if you see things from her perspective, you might understand that she's probably really afraid right now, and she really doesn't want anything to happen to you. I think there is some kind of middle ground that can be explored later on, but right now, with all the things going on with her dad, I think if I was in your shoes, I would be biding my time and picking my battle correctly, because this is clearly a sensitive issue, and I think you just need to be careful regardless of what you do. Thanks for watching. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications so you never miss a video. To Finish listening to all the stories? Check out the playlist at the top of the description. And if you want some vibey music to put on in the background, check out Easy Mode. If you like Am I the Jerk, check out Am I the Genius. Everything will be linked in the description.